The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Not so long ago, a friend of mine reached out to me to tell me the following story. He, it was a personal story, powerful, and I feel we could all benefit from the lesson. It's the lesson of not speaking because you want to speak, but holding back, being careful. He says like this, he tells me like this, I live in a quiet neighborhood, it's a busy city but a quiet neighborhood. I lived there for many years and I know my neighbors well. For the most part, everyone in the, gets along well. We respect each other. We act with care and concern for each other. And of course, even the best people sometimes get on one another's nerves. And uh, that's how I feel towards one of my neighbors. He said, I like him very much. I respect him very much. But there was a problem with what something he was doing and it was driving me crazy. What was the problem? <laughs> We're people. People get driven crazy by simple things which drive us crazy. What was the thing that drove him crazy? It was the issue of the guy's garbage cans. <laughs> what was the problem? He says, I, now, I don't know the exact situation with the sanitation in every city around the world, and there's no reason for me to be aware of this information. I imagine there are places where the garbage is dealt with in a precise fashion, and woe to any person who doesn't take complete responsibility for his or her garbage cans. I also don't know that there are locations where garbage is not treated as if it were nuclear waste, and whether you will find the collection of garbage units around the neighborhood. Every neighborhood is different. He says, but I live in a neighborhood where we put out our garbage cans before the garbage truck comes to collect the garbage, and we return them to the proper place after the truck is gone. That's my neighborhood. There are always a few who somehow don't manage to get around to putting their cans away. They can get them out to the curb, but for somehow they have a very hard time retrieving them for the return trip. Of course, it's not the biggest deal in the world. It's not even close to the biggest deal in the world, but there's no question that it becomes very annoying. And this, you see, was the problem with one of my neighbors. I like him. I really do. He's a good guy. We get along. He's a nice person. And I don't argue with people. In truth, I have nothing bad to say about him. Really, he's a good person. My one issue with him has to do with his approach to the garbage situation. His character is genuine and reliable. He's a good person. Except for one thing. is He has a hard time taking in his garbage cats. That's what he tells me. I have a problem. Whereas I make sure to collect mine, I return them immediately to the place after the truck comes. His garbage cans remain on the street anywhere between 24 and 72 hours before he finds time to bring them in. And this is irritating. And I have a dilemma. Do I speak up? Do I tell this nice person I'm fed up with his annoying habits? Or do I swallow my petty grievances and keep silent? And I remind myself it could be a lot worse. What do I do? That's my child. For a long time, I chose the second path. I kept silent. Even as I heard the garbage cans banging around, bumping in the wind in front of his house, I kept silent, even though I really, really wanted to ask him why he can't find the time to bring the garbage cans back. Be a good neighbor. Act the way a good neighbor is supposed to act. I controlled myself. I kept my mouth shut. It's not like he doesn't know what to do. Everyone else is doing it. He doesn't know what to do. Of course he knows. He knows what's expected of him. But there's something holding him back that doesn't allow him to do what he should. And then one Thursday, when his garbage cans had been clanging around for hours, and I saw him leaving his house, and I said to myself, just tell him what you think already. I really wanted to say something. But in the end, I couldn't bring myself to say anything at all. At the last second, I turned away and held my tongue. As I watched him walk up the steps into his house, I said to myself, you're such a coward. You coward, you pachtan. Why are you so afraid to tell him the truth? Tell him how you feel. 
The other part of me said, no, 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 keep your mouth shut, don't say a word. Why not, said the first voice. He's not a well man, said the second voice. He has health issues. Maybe he's not feeling well today. Maybe he's in pain. If you yell at him, he's going to feel worse. In the end, I didn't say a word. I watched him entering the house, closing the door. And I said to myself, you made the right decision. It doesn't pay to hurt someone over something so stupid as a garbage can. Bottom line, I had mixed emotions. Part of me was proud of myself for showing such iron self-control. The other part of me still felt like I was a coward I should have spoken up. Later that night, he tells me, I went to go learn. As I was getting into the car, I saw my neighbor. He's coming and he's approaching me. Guess what he said? What? There are major changes happening in the week to come. What kind of changes? Next Friday, I'm going in for surgery, he said. What kind of surgery? Put it this way. Pretty soon, I'm only going to have to cut nine fingernails off my hand. What are you talking about? I asked him. He said, I have an appointment at the hospital tomorrow that they're going to take off one of the fingers by, by one of the joints and taking it off. So I said, I'm really sorry to hear that. How do you feel right now? He said to me, honestly, not good. I had a very, very hard day today. I said, what happened? The entire day I felt absolutely horrible. I finally went to the doctor. The doctor put me through a whole array of tests. Discovered I have a serious infection. I have to deal with the infection right now. He was talking to me, but I was finding it very difficult to hear what he was saying. His words were flying through my head, whirling around. Pretty soon, he said, I'm only going to have to cut nine fingernails off my hand. I had a very difficult day today. I sat there in my car, almost in shock, imagining how I would have felt if I gave my neighbor a yell and yelled at him for leaving his garbage cans in the driveway. I hadn't said anything to him, but I still felt very guilty for all the thoughts I'd had. At that moment, I understood that if I would have spoken up and then learned about his physical state, I would have never forgiven myself for making my neighbor feel even worse than he did. I saw him a few days later. How did the surgery go? I asked him. Baruch Hashem. Was it successful? Put it this way, he replied. It was successful because they did what they needed to do. It was less successful because they had to remove the entire finger in the end. We spoke for a few more minutes. And I felt very, very bad for him with every fiber of my being. It was a classic case of being down the kafskos. Thank God I passed the test. I kept my mouth shut before I knew the entire picture. I will thank Hashem for the rest of my life that I did not give in to the temptation of speaking up and remain silent at the crucial moment. I learned a valuable lesson that day. A lesson I will never, I will always, I will never forget that lesson. Always remember, you have to know the entire story before you pass your judgment.